Hey guys, and welcome back to Messy Minds, where we come to unpack and declutter our minds. You're joined by your co-hosts, Jessie Chow and Mary Nguyen. On today's episode, we're going to be delving into everything that's related to weddings and all the dramas that come along with it. But before we get into that, how was your week, Mary? It has been two weeks since we last recorded our last episode. Mm. In that time, I have been sick. (laughs) Um, In the last episode, as I was editing it today, I could hear that I was a bit congested and nasally. So I do apologize for that. Um, Yeah, I just got progressively more sick (laughs) after editing, I mean, recording that um, episode. So it was just downhill from there. No, yeah, it really was just downhill from there. But during that time, I've had the time to sort of reflect on, you know, um, messy minds. And I'm very glad to announce that we are now officially on YouTube. Um, so Ooh, yay! <laughs> clap, 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 claps. We're officially YouTubers. <laughs> Can put that in my um my resume now. Yes. Um, so if you haven't already, um, you can subscribe to us on YouTube um and just share that with your friends. And that's just, I guess, a different platform for you to listen to our podcast. Um yeah. Yeah, so obviously a couple of other projects that are sort of working in the background, but um, between, you know, our nine-to-five job and this podcast, there's obviously a lot of other life things going on. So um, it is quite hard to maintain, but we are trying our best. Um, on Update on my goals for the year. I have now finished two books in the two weeks that I have not been <laughs> recording. Um, oh, she's an overachiever. We love that. <laughs> um, so now I am currently on my seventh book and I'm reading Emma by Jane Austen, which is such a difficult book to read. I had to like mm-hmm. listen to an audiobook as I'm reading at the same time to like understand the, I guess, the the, the plot better. Um, yeah. But it really helped actually because I'm going to talk about this now. Bridgerton season two came out last mm-hmm. week mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was so, so good. I really enjoyed um, season two. Um, yeah, I think just the, I don't know if anyone knows anything about Jane Austen. Uh, her plot and stories are sort of set in the 1800s and um, she, like Bridgerton's kind of in the same era where, you know, yeah. it's the kind of the same people. And I think listening yeah, yeah. and seeing Bridgerton really helped me ease into Emma. So I started reading it after yeah. I watched Bridgerton. So that was mm, really, really mm, good. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I quite liked season two. I don't know about anyone else. I liked it because I think Anthony and Kate, just a really interesting couple. Um, and I love the, I guess, the cultural selection of the cast mm. is something that I need to point out as well because I is not often that um, this Victorian sort of era is casted with a multicultural cast. And yeah, yeah I think I quite enjoyed that. But yeah, mm. anyway, that was my last week also. <laughs> what about you, Jess? What have you been up to? Um, I feel like I've been pretty busy yeah. this 
month. <laughs> I feel like so it's I feel like March has just gone by like super super quickly. Um, like last week I did something pretty fun and kind of different, but not. <laughs> so I actually recorded an episode with our good friend Dwee, who also has a podcast called Sunset Confessions. So if anybody hasn't heard or haven't um, had a sus of Dewey's podcast yet, please go give him a follow on Sunset Confessions. I believe it's also available on Spotify and potentially Apple Podcasts, but um, <laughs> Spotify definitely. And he also has a YouTube channel, which you can also go check out because he like records as we um, uh, like a video footage as, as well as the audio. So that's really fun. So please go give him a a shout out, not shout out, <laughs> give him some, a follow and give him some love. And I will um, be making an appearance on there, which will be Woo-hoo. very fun, not being a host. Um, but thank you so much for having me, Dwee. And we will definitely see him on our podcast in the very near foreseeable future. Um, and, you know, on that note, I just wanted to take a moment, I guess, to give a bit of appreciation for my uh my social life that has been <laughs> reinvigorated essentially. Um, you know, if you guys had listened to our previous episode on our Maya Briggs personality, we kind of talked a bit about our, you know, introversion slash extroversion and how I'm a bit of like a, an ambivert. Mm. Um, but definitely since like, you know, this year and how COVID's kind of, st- we're starting to learn to live with COVID and all that kind of stuff. Um, I definitely have been going out a lot and like socializing a lot, which has been very tiring, but also very rejuvenating in a sense. Cause it was kind of like, Oh, I remember this part of my life. Like mm. this has been fun. And, you know, and we've made a few friends that, you know, this is something I haven't done in a really long time, like made a new friend. And, you know, we recently met our good friend, Kevin's girlfriend, Emily, shout out Em. And, um, you know, and I I haven't spoken to Dwee in a while as well. So um, it was nice to also like reconnect with him and stuff like that. So I'm feeling very appreciative and very fulfilled with my current uh, social life. Yeah. <laughs> I've been keeping myself busy and I do feel really appreciated that I've been able to connect with new people as well as like old people in my life. So I think that's something I want to continue on doing for the rest of this year. Mm. Um, you know, put myself in a good spot and surrounding yourself with people that like, you know, care about you and like can enrich your life with new ideas and stuff mm. like that. So that's been really fun. Um, Another really exciting thing that I just want to touch base on really quickly. We have an Opa and Oni that got married recently. Our <laughs> Opa Hambin and Yedin, who recently got married from Crash Landing on You, um, which has been super cute because I know a lot of people who are into that Korean career boo space <laughs> would be super excited to see our, our Opa and Oni get married. Because, you know, it was a bit of like a, it's like a fantasy thing, you know, when you see the main characters in your, in a drama series actually dating and then get married in real life. So that was really cute. And their wedding was hella lavish. I mean, (laughs) expected nothing less. Like the girl had like six um, outfit changes. Like you go queen. She's like, (laughs) she's like, I was like reading all these posts about how like one of her dresses like ten thousand dollars i was like damn girl my goodness literally the value of my car (laughs) 
literally, literally, <laughs> like literally like 20% of my pay or something. But um, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Have you seen any pictures and stuff? I've like, seen a couple. Honestly, I'm not in that space. So mm. I don't really know much about who they were. And now that you've said you know you've explained where they're from and whatever I have seen pictures I just couldn't put a name to the drama yeah that it was um but yeah it's funny that I actually even know that there was a wedding and everyone was sharing it and I was just Mm. like cool people must be you know super happy about this (laughs) I know some random people getting married Yeah, no, I I completely get it. I didn't see any pictures though. Um, I think it's because I'm not interested in it. That's why I didn't like click. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty. It's pretty like like they've been trying to keep it like really private and low key. Yeah, they like got some like venue from like one of the best like hotels or something in Korea, and it's like it's like the the actual venue that you can hire out for weddings is like kind of separate from the wedding venue so it's like kind of secluded so there's like no way like paparazzi can like spy in yeah and like apparently it was like really romantic like on some sort of cliff overlooking this beautiful view and all that kind of stuff so I think the amount of photos that circulated were very like minimal Mm. but like there was a few official pics that came out I was like they're so cute together (laughs) love is real guys love is real (laughs) Um, But, you know, on that topic, a perfect segue into our topic today about weddings. Um, Just to disclose, neither myself or Jesse are married or engaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, just putting it out there (laughs) for the world, just for, you know, that specific person. Yes, right. (laughs) Not engaged. Neither, not engaged and not married. (laughs) And the hand is looking a bit empty. (laughs) My hand is quite light. I'm not sure. Sure, maybe you should put a ring on it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just, do you do you want an upgrade to wifey or <laughs> you want to stay with I'm the sorry. subscription to yeah, girlfriend? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. This request is above your subscription grade. <laughs> Could you be interested in purchasing a premium plan of wifey? <laughs> um yeah so I guess we haven't been on the end of planning a wedding um before, but getting mm. married is something that we definitely want to do in our future. Um, however, I think recently, as our per our discussions, we've discovered that we have quite different thoughts about what we want for our own weddings. So mm. we're going to sort of delve into that a little bit, and then we'll talk about some political stuff about it. So, mm. Jess, what is your opinion about a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Another disclosure, we like, we we love a little bit of disclaimers at the start of our (laughs) episodes. Like this is just what we kind of think right now, you Mm. know, in our current life stage. Mm. And um, I am a little bit younger than Mary. So um, I am very guilty of wanting that like very lavish, very extra like wedding. Like I would, I wouldn't hate it if I had six dresses to change into. (laughs) Um. If money wasn't a factor like that, I would have to seriously consider like realistically, Mm. I probably would go all out and like throw a really extravagant wedding. Cause I guess in like my mind, it's, it's like kind of one of those things where it's like, Oh, something I dreamed about since I was a little girl. Like, yes, it's very cliche to say it like that, but Mm. it kind of is. And then, um, you know, like seeing like other people like get married, it's like, Oh my God, like I want that, you know, like a beautiful grand, like flower wall and all that kind of stuff or on a cliff overlooking the beach, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so in that, in that sense, I do kind of want 
a big, also a big wedding. I think because my family, we have quite a big family, like including like all the cousins and all that kind of stuff. We have quite a big family and like other family members that have gotten married in the past Mm. have all had quite grand like weddings. Um, and I think another thing that contributed to that is because a lot of my family actually lives like in Asia, in Vietnam. Yeah. And it's, it's like a traditional thing as well, which I also found really weird when I first realized this, is that like it's very normal for people, like for your wedding to be so big that you don't know like the, the yeah. people there. Yeah. Um, like my mom was telling me like when she got married, it was like, it's like so normal that you like, you're like going around to the table to like, you know, have your, like your cheers and you say, thank you for attending. And you're just like, um, do you know these people? Are, th- are these like your friends? And then your husband would be like, oh no, I, I don't know. I thought they were your friends. Like, <laughs> Whose auntie is this? I don't understand. <laughs> but then like mom was kind of like, oh, you know, it was like, your her mom would invite her friends and then like her and then her uncle would also have a table with like her his friends on yeah, there. so yeah. it's like really really random people as well that were like end up coming to weddings yeah which is not something that probably that I want having people there that you wouldn't know yeah but then also like I wouldn't be against for example vi- inviting people that maybe um like I hadn't seen in a while or I'm not as close to like I'm not totally like against that and I'm not against having a big wedding mm. given that money is not a factor mm-hmm. key takeaway yeah what about you Miss? <laughs> I am completely the total opposite but to just dis- like disclose when I was your age I did want a big wedding too like mm. I wanted a huge wedding um I think it's also the person that you end up with depending mm. on how they see things um of course but my current partner and I are definitely both very introverted people um and at my current stage in life as, and especially after the pandemic as well honestly part of me is like why didn't we get married during the pandemic because I think that would allow for us to just literally have five people at our wedding because we couldn't have it, any it, more it's than like that. socially acceptable to yeah have, like should not be in like yeah have, send invites yeah. out to people yeah mm. yeah so I wouldn't get in trouble for that you know what I mean so yeah um but I think it's it's in light of the pandemic had it had some sort of influence in my perspective of how I wanted a wedding. But for me and my partner, I just think it's a lot of money to spend for something that I guess is not going to be like it. It won't contribute to anything about our relationship, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. me, I'd rather spend that money and travel lavishly, like. I know there's this argument that if you invite your guests, they'll cover for the Mm. portion of the wedding or whatever. But I still think I don't want to, I hate being the center of attention. First of all, like I don't like it. Yeah. Um, The nature of my relationship with my partner is very private as well. We don't show affection in public, like not even in front of Mm. our friends. We don't hold hands or Mm. anything like that. And so Mm. having to stand up in front of our family and friends and do all that is just really like, scary to me you know what I mean like mm. I'd rather stand on a cliffside in New Zealand with a pastor or freaking like a celebrant and then just do our vows and just call it a day or you know something yeah. like that is really intimate it's really nice to me or just run down to the courts and sign a piece of paper for $20 like mm. and then we celebrate in our own way and I think for me I've always wanted that intimacy um yeah and I don't, I don't really like the 
the entire it's really nice and I I if I was up to it I would probably do it but I don't think I could enjoy myself if I had a big ceremony um mm-hmm. I really like the, the things that I like about a wedding are the photos and that's probably yeah. about it do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. um if it was up to me I'd probably just do the ceremony and the tea ceremony like the traditional stuff for my parents and his parents yeah just to I guess make them happy um mm. but at the end of the but day do, wait, do you as an individual like want that like let's say your parents didn't care about the whole tea ceremony thing like is that something you would still want to do like personally if like your parents didn't really care if you did it like honestly you went or not? probably not like mm. um it's a lot of because the thing is like my partner and I are t- from two different cultures so mm. he's Laotian and I'm Vietnamese and mm the process is really different and then having to incorporate the two might be a topic of discussion that would have to sit down and figure out and yeah knowing his personality he's very like whatever about anything he he probably would mm. be like I don't want to talk about it basically so yeah. I'd or have like, to sit there yeah and and then his parents would have to get involved and then they would want to do certain things a certain way and then you know I just mm. I'd rather not get into it like I just don't want to do it like overcomplicate yeah like I don't want to upset anyone I don't want to you know because at the end of the day half of this stuff is for everybody else it's not even for me like I don't even want it Mm. do you know what I mean yeah but I having said that though I do like the traditional dresses and that sort of stuff I I would Mm. like to maybe wear the dresses and wear the traditional clothes to take photos in um Mm. and take really nice photos as a keepsake thing but uh in terms of like the procedures I probably wouldn't do it (laughs) like I don't know Mm. I I hope I'm not the only one out there I feel like a weirdo but I feel like no like I actually like now that I've kind of like I always assumed in a way that because like when I was younger it's not really something that you talk about with Mm. your friends Mm. but like like you said as when you're younger it's very normal to want that like big like grand like wedding and stuff like that and like I think you were the first person that I really had a serious conversation about like weddings and stuff. Cause of course, like it's kind of like, we're both approaching like that age now Mm. where it's like something that you can kind of consider or like kind of start to think about. And like, you know, you and some of our close friends around me, a lot of the people are just like, yeah, I actually don't really like care. And I feel like now I'm the one that's the odd one out. Cause Mm. I'm the one that, still really cares about I don't know maybe because I've had really positive like connotations with weddings yeah like they've always been super happy and stuff like and because like my family like my extended family especially on my mum's side we've always been like really close and um everyone it's everyone enjoys getting together and like having a good time and like that's what it was for for us anyway as a family like having a wedding was super fun because we all knew that we could get together. Mm. Like, you know, everyone was going to be there and we were all going to have a good time. You know, people were going to get rowdy and all the cousins could get together and stuff like that. So I've always had really positive connotations and even like the traditional part, like the tea ceremony and yeah. stuff, like, you know, that part in the, for like Asian weddings where like the groom comes to pick up yeah. like the bride and yeah. then they the bridesmaids like have this all these challenges that they do yeah like to try to like I'm like that's like really fun and it's kind of, it's yeah I just like really like the idea of a wedding because I guess it's always been fun from the perspective yeah. of a guest anyway 
right? And I wanted to be able to share that kind of happiness with other people when it's like my turn to get married. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm re- I'm sure that it's also really stressful, like to be and tiring as well to be a bride and a groom when it's all about you. Like you said, it's yeah. like when you're hosting your own birthday party, right? Yeah. It's not the same Yeah, because you have to worry about if everyone's having a good time and it's yeah. really tiring and stuff. So yeah. I can understand it from that, that perspective, but I actually do think that your like outlook on weddings on wanting it to be really simple or just to like sign the papers and, you know, go on a holiday is actually more and more um, common now than yeah. I think people think. Yeah. I don't know. I I do agree with you. And I do know that it is really fun. I think I've been a bridesmaid three times now. um, And Mm. I've been part of the, like the planning and I guess, you know, the whole ceremony process. And it's really stressful. Like you do not have Mm. a good time at all. And I've spoken to people who have um, partners who have been in the bridal party and they're just like, talking about how stressed they are and like all the things that are involved. it's not even their wedding. Yeah, it's not even their wedding. And I'm just like, this is exactly why I would not put my friends through this entire process. And not only Mm. having said that as well, but like imagine having to, so for me, right, it's easy for me to pick my bridesmaids if I was to pick them because I don't have Mm. any sisters. So automatically it'd be my two closest friends or three closest friends or however many like bridesmaids I wanted to have. But imagine Mm. if I had to pick and like people like on my end right so imagine if someone else was having a wedding and I was like I was really close to you Jess and you decided to pick mm. you know your sister and your um close Other childhood friends, friends or whatever. yeah 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 and then I got offended because you didn't pick me as a bridesmaid even though mm. I assume that you and I are very very close you know what I mean like I think it's yeah. kind of like that I just don't want, even want to have that conversation. Like I don't even yeah. want to put myself in that position. So mm. I just couldn't even like, I'm like stressing don't out just thinking about there. it. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm not even going to bother. Like if I was to have a wedding, I probably wouldn't even have a bridal Bridesmaids? party. Yeah. 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 No, I'd just I, be like, I can kind of get that. Yeah. Like I would have you guys be part of the wedding, but I'm not going to literally pick out people to be part of like my put, bridal party give a label yeah yeah, yeah. like you yeah. can join in if you want but like yeah there's no pressure mm. yeah so I, I don't know mm. that's my and I agree to that as well though like I think there are certain aspects of a wedding that you can kind of that's like a bit like give and take yeah like yeah something like a bridal party like I never understood when people had like 10 10 bridesmaids yeah and like 10 groomsmen yeah I'm like how do people have this many friends <laughs> but then but then, right, I also heard this weird thing from my mom where it was like it was also seen as bad luck to be chosen at, like as a, a bridesmaid. Mm. So people would avoid it, right? And like my mom told me like that for her wedding, she had to like get acquaintances or like distant or like my aunt, like her younger sister's friend to be yeah. her bridesmaid. Like just essentially it's like for the display. <laughs> yeah. For the display because nobody wanted to be a bridesmaid essentially yeah, because yeah. there was this negative connotation that if you were a bridesmaid you'd never get married and yeah. I think there was also that like it would be hasslesome yeah because like there's all that pressure that comes on like you because you know how like when people like get ready for their wedding day like you get up at like four or five a.m and yeah. the makeup artist like that's coming and I'm just like oh my god why do I have to wake up at five a.m to do my makeup yeah yeah it's tiring girl I I have done mm. it three three times and 
it is not fun. And especially because it's if it's someone else's wedding, sometimes they can be a bridezilla and pick certain mm. outfits that you may not like. Yeah. Or do like pick a certain makeup artist that you might not like and yeah. you end up looking like a wedding cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like we've had I've heard instances where because I've never actually been a bridesmaid myself, but yeah. I've heard about instances where like the bride like they try to pick like one style of dress yeah like for everybody and of yeah. course like some people have like different body shapes and yeah. like that style might not look good on them yeah and then oh and then I've heard about people going like you need to lose weight for my wedding yeah like, that's... you're gonna be in my like that is like so messed up that's horrible I'm sorry like yeah. see that's why I would never put you guys like my best friends in that situation because I just mm. it's it's like I would love for you to actually enjoy my wedding if I was going to have yeah. one. You know what I mean? I don't want to put pressure on you. So just be thankful. <laughs> I'm not going to put you through this. To be honest, I'm down for it. Like, honestly, I'm open for it. Like, I just want to put it out there in the world. I'm not the one saying that I don't want to be a bridesmaid. She's rejecting me. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a couple of things that I guess let's sort of um, flick through really quickly about weddings that um, – I don't know. I just want to get your take on things. So conventional white dress. What do you think? Um, are you a yay well, or a nay? I'm definitely, I think, a yay on this. Like pretty obvious. <laughs> I'll take five. I do. I'll take, I don't know, I'll take five of these in like different variations. Um, yeah, I just like, I really want to have my, I guess my princess moment. Yeah. You know, like from looking at other people's like, weddings and like watching them on like movies and stuff like I'm like I can't I really can't wait till like it's my turn to do that yeah and like I love watching like shows about like say yes to the dress and all that kind of (laughs) stuff and um (laughs) watching people's like wedding planning process so like I think having a a conventional white dress is definitely like part of the the no compromise Mm. I guess for me that I definitely want yeah because like well the hope is (laughs) you only get married once in your life (laughs) but you know (laughs) Stuff happens, but we're going to go into it with that mindset. And um, I think I would, I would, yeah, I would hate it if I didn't get that opportunity mm, for myself. Mm. What about um, you? For me, I don't think I'd get, I don't know, honestly, like, because I haven't tried it, I wouldn't know, but mm. I, I'd like to try something a little bit unconventional, like a suit, what a is white it? suit, like a okay, jumpsuit, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. something a bit different or a shorter dress, like not your prince's card or um, yeah. just something a little bit different. Like, mm. I don't know, because I'm like, I want something timeless and classic, but yeah, something that won't go out of date, but I don't want like the, if I can avoid, I don't really want the big puffy thing big where I need like dress. 17 yeah. people to help me carry it just because yeah, I can't yeah, pee yeah. on the, on the mm, toilet you know I, what I mean like I feel like I would wear one of those as part of my like wedding photos like when you do like the photo shoot like mm. for the I probably wouldn't be opposed to wearing that for some photos yeah. but I think for my actual wedding day yeah I probably wouldn't wear a big puffy like princess dress yeah but I'm also not opposed to trying one on <laughs> Okay, well, what other things can we um, discuss? So traditions, um, tea ceremony. 
Yeah, I think we like touched base on this just a little bit before, yeah. but I think like, yeah, like one of the most, like one of the favorite things about weddings for me is that traditional or the, like the Asian yeah. Chinese slash Vietnamese part of the, the wedding that I really like. Like the, I love the traditional like clothing that people wear yeah. like for weddings, yeah. like ao yai or like um the tipao for chi- yeah. in Chinese. Like I love the big, like I've seen like if people do like modern takes on yeah. like, um the ao yai with the with the head they still wear the headpiece and stuff and then they have like a really beautiful like train like a cape yeah, yeah. that goes I'm like oh my god that is amazing like yeah. I key want that <laughs> yeah um, um so I definitely want I, de- I definitely go back to Asia and invest in like a really pretty like uh, yeah. traditional yeah outfit yeah um I can agree I think tea ceremony is really nice to have um mm. I would do it, <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't know, man. She's like, I would do it. And her voice is like quivering. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it's being Catholic as well. There's a lot of traditions that are like, mm. it's going to be a long ass day is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I just yeah. want to sign a piece of paper and just be done with it. Yeah, you know? and, <laughs> and that's another thing, actually, I think we should talk about is like the fact that there's actually so much like involved in a wedding mm. where it's like especially for the asian weddings where you have like the the traditional aspect and then you've got like the more western aspects yeah and then like the legal aspects yeah i think i found that like the general kind of like consensus on how like the timeline is kind of like the daytime is usually like the tea ceremony kind of part yeah. where people do like the traditional aspects and all that kind of stuff and then the evening slash afternoon is where like you do the paper signing and which kind of leads into the reception yeah so it's definitely like a morning into the the late evenings kind of thing yeah like what's your like what's your take on that have is that how it's kind of been for you as well for the weddings that you were bridesmaid for yeah so tea ceremony like you get up at like five o'clock four o'clock in the morning you know and your family's been doing the flowers the night before um and you got the makeup artist and the hairdresser and you know you got to try on your dress and there's like breakfast like I don't know if this is something that happens with your family, but what happens with mine is they'll do the tea ceremony um, and then the groom's family comes and picks up the bride from her house and does like a Mm. ceremony there and then they'll go back to his house and then do a ceremony there. And then after that there's like um, church. So you go straight to church and then – after church there's like the morning tea like the morning tea lunch thing Mm. and then after that you've got photos um and then after that basically you have like this four hour window of just something I don't know what they do because for me um we just went back to the park and then we went and did photos with the bride and the groom and whatever and then it was straight into reception like we changed outfits and went straight to reception so it was literally like a I, I guess 20 hour day for me like Mm. it was a really really long process um and when you're part of like the planning and everything it's really stressful because you don't even get to enjoy you can't even sit down for a second and actually enjoy the meal like you don't Mm. even get to eat anything so um if I can cut corners and not do any of that you're like (laughs) and that's just a no thank you for me I would not do it you know um Mm. especially because like for for us like Catholics 
we have to do the whole tea ceremony thing and then the whole church thing as well. Yeah. And then extra thing to on top. Yeah. But you know that before that you have to do like a course, a marriage course. Um, Yeah. You have to do a marriage course to get married in a Catholic church. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So the priest does like six weeks or something like that um of like is it is it a private course is it just you and the priest or is it like you in a room with like six other couples or something sometimes it could be six other couples or it could be with like a one-on-one with the priest and then you sit there and you talk Mm -hmm. about all these things like what problems might arise like it's like marriage counseling counseling. yeah but like pre-marriage counseling yeah girl it's at a marriage 101 it's like you haven't even gotten to the the wedding haven't even gone into the wedding yet and you already have to do all this work like do you know what I mean it's hard oh my god I'm really curious to know now like what what is in the curriculum for like (laughs) marriage school can we get a pastor or or a father on like I really need to know (laughs) yeah it's it's that's why I'm like I don't want to do any of this like Mm. I'm like yeah it's a lot there's a lot involved and I just would rather not (laughs) like what is the easiest way out I am a personal assistant I'm like let's just get in there and get out you know like I don't have time for this I don't have time for this okay (laughs) um no I totally agree with you though like I've been to like two weddings in my life yeah and it's always been like because I'm not Catholic so we get to skip that um yeah the church part but I know but there's that yeah that random window like after like morning tea slash lunch or whatever mm. where for guests it's kind of cool because like for me like during that time usually people just go home mm. like for your like what like your guest or your like extended family like they yeah. just kind of like go home after they've taken a few photos with yeah. you but then yeah if you're part of the actual bridal party you've like gone to a separate location to like take take photos and stuff like that and then there's I think there's like like a one hour window for you to kind of sit down and have a rest and then it's like yeah like straight into the reception but also imagine if you're a guest and you live on the other side of the city like if you got married Jess yeah for me to go home it's kind of annoying to go home yeah because it's like like have to like find something to do in the next like three four hours between like reception and and where am I gonna go I don't have any family that's on that side do you know what I mean like yeah it's Mm it's kind of annoying like yeah. yeah um like that's why like this is definitely like a question that I have probed because I think I do love all the aspects of a traditional and a conventional wedding mm. but there are, of course there are things that are really annoying such as the the schedule of how busy it is one day so I think what I would definitely want for myself so just just to brace yourself Mary because <laughs> she ain't running and you can you can push me away from your wedding but mine is happening girl and I would really appreciate if you were there for me <laughs> I'll be the wedding coordinator I'll be fine with that like I'll be the know, events she manager yeah she's the events coordinator <laughs> um but I think I would definitely want to split my my wedding up into like three, four days, kind of like three days. Jesus I guess, Christ, in three days. Sorry, in a row. <laughs> I mean technically it's kind of just two days. It's right? a long so weekend have... kind of vibe. <laughs> I know. Take the leave, everybody. It's a four day long weekend fiesta. <laughs> the first day is going to be a funeral where we sell we celebrate the single life of Jesse Chow and then... <laughs> the death the death of single Jesse. <laughs> Everybody, please wear black. <laughs> Fascinators are welcome. 
Um, no, I think, sorry, not three, four days. It should be like a two day, a two day thing. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Where I have like the, the Asian part. So like the tea ceremony and all that kind of stuff, like on one day, like during the afternoon. And then even if it's like two weeks before the actual wedding. Yeah. So that, that can just be like a, what, like a, at most a three to four hour thing, five yeah. hours, yeah. absolutely pushing it. And then that could be just something that you can have with your immediate family. And then mm. maybe a few of your close friends, my close friends, like you, for example, yeah. <laughs> can attend. And then it's like, okay, after that, like, you know, at, by five o'clock, it's like done. So everybody like goes yeah. home. Yeah. And then you've got two weeks to rejuvenate yourself for the reception. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and that we, is and where that- we all come out with our five outfits. <laughs> I know. I hope everybody has like three outfits minimum. <laughs> We're changing the theme every hour. <laughs> and the night with like a great Gatsby kind of theme. Oh my God. <laughs> Bring your accessories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm terrified. I'm going to need like a six year, like a notice. <laughs> yeah. Six year notice. Oh, that's, this is the notice right now. Mary. <laughs> this is your notice now to prepare. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, like I'd have my reception like on a separate day so that it's just like a night thing. Like maybe yeah. from like, I don't know, like five or 6 PM it would start. Yeah. And then that way I don't have to wake up at 5 AM and then I have to like go all the way up until like yeah. the night and stuff. So I don't know. That's something that I would, I guess I would want to kind of be able to take away that shitty schedule, shitty long day, because yeah, I don't think I would be able to mentally um, enjoy and also like even be alive mm. <laughs> for that long. Yeah, like I think I would just crash like by 10 PM. Like, you know, that introvert in me would just take over and I'd just be like, Actually, I don't want to take a photo with you. <laughs> no photos. We're done. Um, we're going to move on to sort of the next part. I don't think we're going to, I guess we can sort of talk about a little bit about our guest list as well. Um, <laughs> you already know what my guest list is going to be. My immediate family and maybe me, like- myself and I. <laughs> and maybe my husband. I'll think about it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but to what extent- would you invite on your guest list, I guess? Um, Um, Why don't you go first? Well, (laughs) me and myself and I, (laughs) my husband and If he had been picked up the night before. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just me and the dogs, to be honest. (laughs) One of them can be the flower girl and the other one is the ring bearer and that's it. (laughs) That's it. You know? Um, No, I think for me, family – my close friends and <laughs> I don't know if I do, I mean, I do some work friends. Um, mm. I'd allow for my parents to have like one joint table of friends. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's how you burn bridges, girl. <laughs> for them anyway. I don't know. They're going to have to be really selective. See, this is the part that I don't like about weddings. I don't like having to do this because my parents would literally go out of control and just invite everyone. And I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that, is that how your parents are kind of like that? Like they would like want to invite like their work friends and then all of their like friends and well, all not, that kind of stuff? I guess like because whoever's important, because being the oldest in my family, I think having the first child get married is a big deal. 
Yeah, um, it is a bit it's, of a flex. It's kind of like it's them. a bit of a flex. So all the people that they deem important, they want to have there. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I don't know. I I feel like they'd invite people um, just to sort of flex on them. But I see, I don't mind that, but I don't want to have to deal with that. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want to have to have this conversation with them where I'm like, you're only allowed to invite this many people and yeah. then they're going to get upset at me. The thing mm-hmm. is that I didn't even want to have a wedding in the first place. And then the fact that yeah. I'm allowing for them to invite people is going to be like a issue. I have specifically said to them that I don't want to have a wedding. And mm. they said to me, that's fine. At least have an engagement. And I think at the engagement, I would allow for my parents to invite as many people as they want because it's not going to mm. be a like a reception thing. I think when I said to them, what I meant was that I don't want a reception. Yeah. Like the reception part is the part that I do not want to deal with because I have to deal with caterers. I have to deal with the actual venue owners. I have to deal with, you know, music, DJ, like entertainment. Do you know what I mean? Like people mm. want to go to a wedding where it's memorable and entertaining and I just cannot be bothered. Like I don't have time for that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just not mm. important to me. That's why I don't want to put the yeah. effort in to do that, to entertain yeah. people that I don't care about. Like, mm. you know, I'd rather have an intimate, like if we were to have, if we were to get married, I'd have like a little intimate ceremony and then like have a sit down dinner where I can actually speak to the people face to face you know like yeah have a very intimate moment I think that would be really special to me but mm. yeah that's why I'm like this guest list is like kind of triggering me a little bit because I'm like I don't really want to do this like yeah yeah that's probably one of the main reasons why but as far as like guest list family close friends and I guess I, I don't know I don't really talk to much many people so at most, mm. I think I wrote my guest list and all the people that I really did want to invite came to about 50 people. And that's mm. only on my side. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's already really big. Like, that's a really yeah, big guest that's list. That's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you include like relatives from overseas as well on that guest list? Like, would you be inviting your relatives overseas? Um, like, extending the invitation, not maybe not expecting that they would come, but just offering an invitation? I guess like, so I have a quite a big family. That's the problem. Mm. On mm. my dad's side alone, he has 13 siblings. Like, mm. Yeah, that's the same with my mom. Yeah. So like half the wedding would literally just be my family and their children and their children's partners and their children's children. And so yeah. that's why I kind of want to keep it limited. That's why I'm like, I don't, if I was going to extend that, I'd leave it up to my parents to make that decision. Mm. um do you know what I mean yeah whoever they want to invite but I'd rather not like I'd probably keep it to my immediate family like people that I actually talk to Mm -mm 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 -mm. yeah um I don't know like what do you feel about that like would are you the same with the guest list or um like I think I kind of agree in the sense that in terms of the friends part as anyway like I don't think I have like that many like close friends I think one thing that I would probably consider is whether or not they invited me to their wedding Mm. because I have quite a lot of friends that are like older than me so I think the general kind of I feel like they're going to probably end up getting married before I will and let's say if we were just like like just 
like in terms of like friendship level, like just a friend, like, you know, I'm, I would still hang out with them, but it's not like we're like really, really, really close. Mm. If they had a wedding and they didn't invite me, I wouldn't necessarily be offended, but then I probably wouldn't invite them so that there's no pressure in that sense. Yeah. But um, if they've invited me to their wedding, I probably would invite them back just as kind of like, I guess a good gesture. I think mm. it's just polite to to do that. Um, but I, I think with this, I'm the same with you in the sense where I don't have like that many friends. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, and yeah, I think work friends I probably would invite because I have quite a good relationship with a lot of my yeah. old colleagues and stuff like that. So um, I probably would I would consider them friends. So I probably would invite them. Um, in terms of my parents, I think. They're also quite, um, in a sense, they kind of agree with you in the sense where they're like, oh, I don't feel like it's necessary to be inviting all of these people because my mom has definitely been invited to weddings of like her colleagues' kids. Yeah. Which um, she's obviously attended and she's kind of like, well, if they've invited me to their kids' wedding, it's kind of like like an unsaid rule that, that she's going to end up inviting them back when like I eventually get married, for example. So um, obviously like, I don't feel like maybe in the sense, I don't feel pressure that I need to entertain these people because they're not my friends. I would assume that like, you know, if let's say my, my mom was going to invite some of her work colleagues, she would have a few of them and they would come and it'd be kind of her thing to entertain them. Like at most, maybe I would come to say, just say thank you for attending blah, 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 and take a few photos. But um, I think I don't have to worry about my mom going overboard to invite like the entire world to my wedding yeah so um my dad's pretty conservative as well I feel like he's a very like whatever kind of guy yeah and I feel like they would but they would appreciate having some of their like friends and stuff there so like I think yeah I'd be open to having letting my parents invite some of their friends if they wanted to Mm. um but in terms of family like I like I'm the same with you in a sense where I have like my mom's side we have like a massive family but most of them are all like overseas yeah so in terms of immediate family that live here that I kind of see on a regular basis. Like, I think it's an, un, like kind of like, yeah, it's a given that they would all be invited, but I definitely would extend my invitation to everybody like overseas, just because I have a really good relationship yeah. with them. And I do like kind of talk to them and stuff like that. Yeah. And if they were able to like come to Australia and like attend our wedding, like, I think that would be great. Yeah. But um, this is another thing where I guess I haven't mentioned yet, but like my, my partner now, he's not very, He's not, he's like, you. he's like, I don't want to be this, like part of this whole wedding thing. And like, his family's definitely like more conservative and stuff. Yeah. He, I was literally having this conversation with him the other day and he was like, I literally like have like 20 people to invite. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but what if we invite like, you know, your aunties and stuff, like you'll end up adding up. And he's kind of like, mm, like, I don't really care if they're there, you know, yeah. I have like five close friends and like, that's about it. Mm. so I guess this is a, this is something that I would have to talk to him more about more intimately about mm. when that time comes mm. what like what he wants because obviously if he's like oh, I really don't want to do a big wedding and it's like not my vibe yeah then you know the, of course some people are going to get axed yeah <laughs> yeah I think to make up for it for me in the in the other sense I do an engagement like a big engagement where I'd do the traditional engagement for my parents and then Mm. I'd have like a massive engagement party where it's like 
you go to a bar, like a you hire out a venue and then you do like the whole engagement party and whatever mm-hmm. there and then you just cut the ceremony down to a smaller number of people where it's just people. very intimate, like mm-hmm. for your wedding. That's how I would work around that because I guess the cost per person at an engagement party is lesser than at a wedding and Mm. I still have I still get to have my intimate ceremony where I spend very little money whereas in an engagement you'd probably spend at most twenty thousand dollars because I guess the average cost on a small wedding in Australia is about thirty thousand and you're being really frugal because yeah I've I've been involved before in planning a wedding for my ex's um, older sister and mm. they spent I'd say about 30,000 and that was like mm. a really small wedding like guest like list. simple yeah 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 and a lot of that stuff we like I did the decorations like I helped to do the decorations and stuff and that was like out of very like DIY basically so mm. um, yeah it's a lot of money <laughs> I don't know yeah I guess we were having this discussion with our friends as well and like I guess maybe from an Asian perspective like there's also this like especially when it comes to your immediate family yeah it's kind of like a given that they will obviously like end up covering their costs and stuff because like when like I've had cousins in my family get married like even when they've gotten married like back in Vietnam and we haven't been able to attend like physically like mom and dad have always like given like gifts like given yeah. money and but also given like jewelry like gold because yeah. you know how it's like part of that tea ceremony part where yeah. you they give the exchange tea like they give you tea and whatnot and then the elders will give it's like, like heirlooms um, or something yeah like yeah, yeah. it's like yeah family heirlooms and they'll pass like uh, rings and stuff or yeah. like jewelry like gold stuff to the couple so in that sense you end up it kind of like ends up balancing out yeah in a way yeah. which is what I was kind of trying to explain to my partner because he's like oh my god are we really forking out like thirty thousand dollars for this one day yeah I was like like yes you do have to fork it out up yeah. front yeah but you don't actually end up being out of pocket completely yeah thirty thousand dollars yeah like you might not make it back completely yeah but like you're not definitely going to be like out of pocket for 30k yeah but it's it's like an upfront payment. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> that's why I said that engagement party, it's less formal. That's why I'm like, mm. I'd prefer inviting everyone to the engagement party because it's less formal and mm. you could still get your costs covered, if anything. Like, because then people I was will like give you a wish. thinking well. about an engagement party at all. Like, I yeah. just not, didn't even think about having I think- one. For me, it's the formality of the wedding and then having to step up. That freaks me out. That On freaks me out. stage and shit. Yeah. And everybody's like sitting down and like yeah. watching you like yeah. a music festival that, or something. Whereas like an engagement party, you just float around and you have drinks and you have food and that sort of stuff. It's like a it's, birthday party. Yeah. It's not as bad. Whereas like a wedding is like really creepy. Like you're like on stage and everyone's looking at you. And then when the, like the priest is like, and now you may kiss the bride. Kiss and then the bride. Like awkwardly like just staring into each other's eyes and and then it's just like, it's oh like this is the part where we kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not glamorous. Like it's just not one of mm. those things that I just picture myself doing. So mm. I think my my easy opt out is the engagement party, and then I'll engagement just party everyone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's my little thing. But um, anyway, let's move on to a couple of other. Yeah. Um. 
other topics, like, for example, the engagement ring, how much Mm. the politics behind the engagement ring, how much do you spend and do you care about that, Jess? (laughs) Okay, a bitch be lying if she said no, okay? (laughs) Honestly, I I say no. I don't care. But Well, for me, personally, a bitch be lying if I said no. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think, well... It's like, it's a very sentimental piece of jewelry. That's how I think about it. And mm. it's like, it's a, it's a symbol of something. And it's also a lifetime thing. It's not something that you just, I guess, like a wedding that you would spend. And then it's like one day and it's gone. It's yeah. like something that you end up having like for life. And I'm not that big of a jewelry person. Like I don't probably wear that. I don't really wear rings or like earrings yeah. and stuff like, or necklaces and stuff like that. But like, so I wouldn't be. I guess the price of uh, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> no, <laughs> without people throwing nicely. shit at me. <laughs> Just say it. I want a big. <laughs> the bigger, the better, bitch. <laughs> I don't want to look poor. <laughs> I just sound so obnoxious in this video. Like, oh my god, this bitch just wants this grand wedding and a big ass ring. <laughs> um, no, I think I do. I would appreciate. <laughs> a nice big ring but obviously like it ha- we, I'm also realistic of like the circumstances and stuff because yeah. like at the end of the day like engagement rings aren't cheap and like that money could be going towards other things yeah. like a house deposit for example yeah which are also very like things that kind of happen really closely like yeah. with weddings and and like getting married and, and a house it, yeah. they're kind of like whether you do one or the other first they usually kind of happen in that yeah. same period of time so of course neither of us are rich <laughs> money don't grow on trees and we yeah. ain't shitting that shit out so like obviously money is a mm. very big factor in that so if in an ideal world I didn't have to worry about money, I would definitely say, give me a big fat ring. Um, but I was having this thought, like, is it normal for like grooms to just pay for that entire lump sum of money? I'm pretty sure that the Western belief Standard. is that it's three months wage and the groom pays for all the entire thing because um that's what you offer to her to take at the end of the day like that's her Mm. thing to keep so I don't know I heard this somewhere where it's like if you ever get divorced at least the ring is like part of something that you can sell to get Mm. your money back actually never thought about that but that's what I heard I don't know I'm not sure don't quote me on that Mm. one but that's what yeah I understood anyway but I just think for me anyway mm. I look the thing is, I do like an engagement ring that is bigger. And if you can afford it, by all means, do it, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying no if you want to get me one. <laughs> That's what I don't saying. want flowers, but I, I want you to get me flowers, but I don't want to tell you I want flowers. Anyway. I, yeah. I want you to want to get me flowers because you want to get me flowers. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I just think that. I think depending on your circumstances, if you can't afford it, yeah, you can't course, expect someone to pull out that much to buy mm. you a $20,000 ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you can only afford $3,000, 
then yeah it's the it's the thought that counts I think it's the idea of actually getting a ring like if someone came up to me and proposed to me with a burger ring I'd be like what the fuck like you know what I mean it's like it's like uh, yeah no you know but yeah it's it's like if you if that's all you can afford then that's all you can afford whatever with is within your means yeah yeah and Mm. I, I don't think you should go into debt having to buy oh, yeah. an engagement I rate. agree with Do that. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. so for me I'm like I am really grateful of the thought and I guess the symbol of it. I think for me it's more important that you're loyal to me rather than the actual material symbol the symbolism of yeah. loyalty. Do you Just know what I mean? be loyal. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think I'm I'm pretty sure the groom is supposed to pay for the whole thing. Mm. I don't know. Like I've also seen like stuff online with people that have like I guess where they've done gone through a mutual like I've got they've had a conversation about the engagement ring. Yeah. And there's been some sort like the, I've heard, I've seen some cases where the bride has paid for her entire engagement ring. Yeah. And I've had I've seen people like where they've done like a partial, like a, you pay for 60% and I'll pay for 40 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then the other one was where I've heard the groom pays for whatever is in his means. So whatever he feels comfortable like yeah. splurging on. And then after the proposal, when you go back to get like the ring adjusted and stuff, you can like, it's the the bride's choice if she wants to upgrade. Yeah. Like if you want to get a bigger one or you want to change design and you want to pay more, Yeah. Um, then that would be like what, what you, they would do can I be honest I feel hmm. like asking for an upgrade is kind of like a slap to the face <laughs> like, a slap in the face do you know hmm. what I mean it's like someone's given you a gift and you're just like I don't like that 40 inch tv I want, I want the 80 inch I think you haven't been able to provide you know what I mean I, like I feel like I wouldn't be offended though like if somebody like if you went and you bought me let's say you went and you went to LV and you could hmm. and you only bought me a wallet right yeah. because that was all that was within your within your means yeah right but i maybe i already have a wallet or i've i got i really wanted this bag but it's yeah. like four thousand dollars yeah but of course you can't afford to buy me a four thousand dollar bag right yeah. would you be upset if i went and i exchanged that wallet and to to put it towards about my bag first of all <laughs> i'm not that kind of person <laughs> i wouldn't buy you a wallet if i knew you already had a wallet oh yeah true yeah. true true true, true. So, true, true. <laughs> In that circumstance, no. We would not have that circumstance at all. True, true. <laughs> but I don't know. I would feel a little bit offended. I I don't know if that's like, it's because I've put the time and effort out to then give mm. you something mm. within my means and then you've gone mm. and exchanged it for something else. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, mm. like I think I wouldn't if my partner had proposed to me with a certain ring and that was all he could afford then I would accept it for what it is and then later down mm. the track we can always in our 10-year anniversary upgrade it to a bigger ring mm. like a, bigger do ring. A, a renewal of our vows or whatever like because people do mm. do that and mm. they can upgrade and I, I don't know like I feel like that's something that it's it's kind of like symbolic of your love and it's kind of like oh your love's not good enough you know what I mean like I just feel like it's really really offensive <laughs> mm. yeah I don't know. I feel like for me like even in terms of like a gift a gift aspect right let's say yeah. if I bought you something and it was like there's like different levels like a car like yeah I got you the base range one yeah and then you wanted to upgrade to the nicer one like I would not be 
offended yeah by that I guess for me personally yeah. like if I bought you something and you wanted to go back and swap it for something else yeah. or upgrade it to something bigger yeah. I wouldn't be offended because yeah. I always thought like for myself right like, obviously I've still got quite a few years away yeah until I really consider getting married and stuff like that but I guess depending on because I do feel really bad if my my fiance or my husband or whatever kind of cops that whole that whole pay <laughs> that yeah. that whole price I, yeah. I feel really bad because it's kind of like like why is it because like now I'm thinking about like where the traditional like how this came about right this mm. kind of assumption that a groom is supposed to like pay for everything or pay for the engagement ring because yeah. I guess back in the days right women were kind of seen as in a way like objects yeah. when you're marrying someone you're like buying a wife yeah which is why you got to pay for like the dowry and like the engagement ring and all yeah. that kind of stuff right so I guess that's where it kind of stemmed from yeah. essentially but I guess now I kind of feel like it's kind of unfair like why is it his like why does he have to fork out like you know 10k to buy me a ring or five thousand a product he's, he's I know buying a and wife. it's me I'm this sorry S class <laughs> top of the range <laughs> wifey bitch up here <laughs> I wouldn't have said yes if you couldn't afford me. (laughs) (laughs) She's out here like, I don't, that's okay. Like whatever's in your means, but also like, do I look cheap? (laughs) (laughs) This is expensive. Okay. (laughs) If you're going to upgrade, at least do it right. My God. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy like a par. (laughs) Yeah. No, I get where you're coming from. I don't know. Mm. I just... I think I'm such a romantic person, like a romantic person that I just, it's like, at the end of the day, I don't care. (laughs) I'm like, whatever. Like, I just want you to be the most supportive husband um, and to be there for me when shit gets tough. You know, like, I don't, I don't care about a stupid ring Mm. um, or how much it costs. At the end of the day, I just want to have someone to come home to. And that's the thing that's important to me. So Mm. like, I it's totally okay if that's what you want but for Mm. me personally I just don't find it that important so yeah 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 well see that's why I was kind of like for like I do want oh I would like I should say like (laughs) not want it's not a requirement I'm not gonna break out with you because she's definitely not gonna say yes because you didn't get her I'm like "Mm, I'll think about it Maybe you maybe come back in a week and try again. <laughs> maybe think about it for a second. <laughs> um, that's why I, I'm kind of agree with you. It's kind of a bit like I would like I feel like it is a bit unfair if I put all of this expectation on him because yeah. it's something that I want. It's like why does like he have to take that all on a, on board? So yeah. if he just gets me something that's hit, which he feels like he what he's comfortable with and yeah. what he's happy to like fork out, and then. If I wanted to, I would contribute however much I wanted to, yeah, um, to it or whatever. Or even if like this is, I guess, something that might will change in the future or whatnot. I wouldn't be, I guess, completely against it if I had to fork out, like, or just even pay upfront, like, not even pay for an upgrade. Just be like, oh, here's like, let's say I give you five thousand dollars to contribute yeah. to the ring and then you just put on however much you want and then there's that element of surprise there I guess or yeah. or if or if we do it the other way where it's like you buy me whatever within within your means and then yeah. we can upgrade it later whichever way is less offensive for everybody <laughs> but um 
yeah, I guess I think the bottom line is I do like what I would like to have a nice ring, but don't want to put all the pressure on my fiance slash husband. So I would be open to contributing yeah. to it yeah. so that I can have what I want. And he's not also completely out of pocket just yeah. because he needs to propose to me. Yeah. Maybe mm. I'm just a low maintenance kind of person. <laughs> I'm like, just like whatevs, whatever. No. <laughs> it's not too late to, to break out with me now, babe. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Um, anyways, so moving on, this is, you know, we we're talking about um, our weddings, but what if you're the guest? So there's been some, I guess, political discussions and debates about um what is expected of you as a guest? Um, mm. So we had, oh, I saw a article on Refinery 21, uh, 29 that was basically just talking about the quote-unquote right amount to put into a wedding wishing well, which is like when you go to a reception and you want to give a gift to um, the couple, how much is the appropriate amount to, I guess, give to the couple? And there was lots of varying sort of, um, I guess, answers to this. Um, and some people were saying, you know, anything under a hundred dollars is fine because a gift is a gift. It's not, you're not pa- like buying tickets to, to someone's wedding. To a wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so why do I have to cover for the cost of like per head basically? Mm. So, I don't know. What do you think, Jess? So this is, I guess, a question that I had to, we talked about a bit as well outside of the pod because I've never actually gone to like a wedding that's not family. So yeah. obviously when it, it was like a family wedding for me, like my parents would have like given money as a part of our, like, on, on behalf of yeah. our whole family. And when it's family, it's a little bit different, right? So like you're like your parents are obviously going to end up being a bit generous. They're going to cover the costs and as well as, you know, give a little bit extra. Mm. So like for me, I don't have too much experience, Mm. I guess you could say with, with the giving the money kind of part, but I feel like my overall consensus would have been if I was to attend a friend's wedding, I would at least bare minimum, like try to cover my own costs so that they like, I feel like, in the sense that could be, it's a gift in the sense where I'm you're, I'm allowing you to have the wedding that you guys wanted yeah. with the people that you wanted there without having to be out of pocket. Yeah. So I feel like if, yeah, like at the bare minimum, I would, that would be like a well wish that I just cover my, my own costs at, yeah. on the table. And then, yeah. And if I, if let's say we were super close, then I would obviously, I'd give a little bit more just depending yeah. on the um, relationship. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm the same. So basically the minimum for me is 150 per head. doesn't matter mm. who it is, where it is, whatever. It's minimum 150. Um, mm. and, and it just goes up from it there. It goes up from there depending on how close you are or um, if, for example, there's some factors to think about as well, whether it's a destination wedding, your age and your income, your relationship to the couple. So for me... I'm just thinking about this from the perspective of someone who's a lot younger. Maybe they're 18 and they're invited to a wedding. When you're 18, you're having a, you've got a part-time casual job. How are you supposed to afford a $200 like wishing well gift to somebody? Yeah. I mean, like it's quite a lot of money. Um, and I can see the perspective of 
the person who said it's like buying tickets to someone's wedding. Like Mm. if you're going to invite people, don't expect them to actually cover the cost of it and whatever they give is a gift. Like that's the quote here. Mm. It's a gift. Um, And I, I do agree with that, but in some aspects, like because I've grown up in, you know, that Asian culture where we just have to cover the minimum of our cost per head. And so Mm. I'm like, like it's kind of offensive to do a little bit less. Like I honestly would mm. not do anything less than a hundred. Yeah, like that like is, personally. Yeah, that's kind of like a, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a little bit wrong. Um, and I think this is the part where why I'm like I don't really want to have a wedding because I'm like this is just, you know, you don't want to trouble all these people. Yeah. With this question of how much money should we be giving? Although I do know the wedding or whatever. The people that I would invite would not even think twice about how much to give it's just of course because they would have a good relationship yeah yeah Mm. I just feel hasslesome like do you know what I mean I just feel hasslesome like um it's just a lot of like things to think about and me being the empath empath that I am I just put myself in a into other people's shoes and I'm just like yeah nope I'm not doing this (laughs) yeah Mm. um but yeah like uh, I think I agree with you. 150 is the minimum and it goes up from there. Um, my partner and I, his cousins got married. We didn't get invited to the wedding. They had a very small civil like ceremony um, and he still gave them money on our behalf and he gave yeah. it to a thousand dollars between the both of us. Mm. So mm. like even that, I, I didn't even second guess it. I wasn't like, oh, we didn't get invited. So I'm not going to mm. give you money. It's kind of just like yeah. it's whatever your relationship. Like even with you, Jess, if you had a wedding and you didn't invite me, I would still give you money. Like mm. I think it's like my wishes to you. To you, yeah, yeah and for this next th- chapter in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I wouldn't be offended if I didn't get invited to a wedding. Honestly, mm. I'd be like, thank you for not thank God. Me <laughs> having to buy a dress and do my nails and, you know, buy yeah, yeah, yeah. And my hair and stuff like mm. that. I'd be like, thank you for not inviting me because that's an en- like energy vampire. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. So, yeah, you got to consider as well, I think, the cost of actually attending the wedding as well on top of. As well, yeah, yeah of like the gifting part. Yeah, because imagine if um, you lived in Germany and then you got invited to like Australia for a wedding, like. Yeah, that'd be. The overall cost spend. is heaps, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is true. Um, another question, I guess, that we can kind of, that stems from this whole being a guest thing. How much do you give when it's your partner's friend that you don't know? Minimum 150. Minimum 150? But, so that. would you, would you, would you be like paying for, because obviously you would give as a, as a, as a whole, like it wouldn't be like, oh, your partner is giving you X and then you're giving X, it would just kind of be a collective. It's like from blah and blah. Yeah. So would would you, okay, let's say it's 150 minimum. Would you cover that cost for yourself? Like, would you pay 150 even though you don't know these people? I think. Or would it kind of be like. I think that's an agreement between you and your partner. Because mm. for me and my partner, if it's my friend, I pay for the both of us. Yeah. So if so let's say, I, let's say I decide. Your, yeah. Yeah. How I decide how much you're going to pay. Yeah. On the on behalf of the both of you, and right. then you pay for that total. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Whereas, 
if it's his friend, then he decides how much to put and then he'll he'll come. He'll but we have it. joint finances, so at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who yeah, pays yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. I think if it's my friend, I make the decision on how much to pay and mm. if it's his friend, he makes a decision on how much to pay. And I think it's mm. different for everyone because because you and your partner obviously don't live together. So of course, yeah. your finances are different. And therefore mm. I think it's a conversation between you and your partner mm. say, okay, if it's your friend, you cover for me. Like, yeah, because yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm accompanying you to this wedding yeah, as your girlfriend. I don't actually know these people. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually have to go. I'm just coming with you. Like if you want me there, then cover for my, my cost. I don't know. That's just my, thing like your outtake on it yeah yeah because yeah. I think I've spoken to a few people about this too and I think that was kind of the general consensus where it's like whoever's friend it is out of the two of you then yeah. that person would decide on how much and then yeah. also like cover the costs yeah but then I've also thought like I've heard some people say like oh I would contribute let's say $50 I'd contribute $50 just to to help with the amount yeah. and then you can decide however so if you decide to put I don't know, 300 on behalf of yeah. both of us. Here's my $50 contribution to that 300 and then you pay that 250. Yeah. Um but yeah, I guess I'm yeah, cuz I've never attended a wedding with my partner before yeah. and um so this is not something that I've had to to go through. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. And it's my first wedding that's not family. Yeah. So I don't really know like what the general consensus is, but some people I have heard just go like half half. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like 150 is the minimum and then I'll pay 150 and then you pay however much you want, depending on how close like, yeah. they are to you, for yeah. example. Yeah. Well, mm. see, the thing is for me, it's like I've, I'm, have i you know, going to go to a wedding without my partner because I'm like, if it's a work friend, why would I just drag my partner? Come, yeah. Like why would I make him sit through this because mm. they don't even know these people? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like mm. um, that's why I'm like, I said to him, oh, don't worry about coming. I'll, I will go by myself. Yeah. And at least then I'm not having to cover his costs as well. Like, yeah. For you know something I mean? like, yeah. And then he's, he's not, not even going no to have to enjoy him. Yeah. Yeah. So um, question, mm. like when people invite people to their weddings, is it kind of like you RSVP if you're bringing a plus one or not? Yeah. So if your invitation this is how I see it anyway. If your invitation says Mary and partner name, then your partner is invited. If it says Mary, then you're probably the, you would safely assume you're the only one that's invited. If it says mm. Mary plus one, because the, the other person or the couple doesn't know whoever you're like. Wanting to plus one. Yeah, is. Mm. Like say if I was single, um, they would give me the option to ha- bring someone, then it would say plus one. But mm. that's that's how I would play it out anyway. I don't think it's kind of rude to like invite people, like and not let them bring anybody if they yeah. wanted to, or yeah. or like if you're a guest and say the couple invites you to their wedding and then you just bring five other people along. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's kind of rude. Like it's it's the it comes back to the whole thing is like you don't want random people at your wedding, like. Mm. So why would you just invite whoever? Do you know what I mean? I think people don't do that though, right? Like you wouldn't just invite five other random people to a wedding. Have you Has seen that before? Have you seen How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> when Ted goes to weddings, he just brings up some girl. Like 
some like, random girl. Some random girl that he's met for like three times or whatever, like for drinks. And then it's just some but random But I feel like person. that doesn't happen in real life though, does it? I don't Surely. Know. I, for me, if you really want your wedding to be exclusive, you would specify who was invited. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like mm. there's strictly no kids. I've seen that before where they don't allow oh, yeah, kids to no come. children. Yeah. So mm. what's the difference? Like, you know. So I, would you would you be opposed to giving people that option though? Like let's say if you let's say you didn't know my partner like at all. Yeah. Would you be opposed to just being like no Jesse like it's just going to be you? Or like what if it was like fr- like a fresh relationship like we'd just only been dating for like 3 months or something. Yeah. Would you be like oh no nah, like just like can you just come like don't bring your partner? Or if you're a part of my bridal party and then you just started dating this guy and he you wanted me to invite him I might just be like mm, I don't know actually no <laughs> do you know what I mean like this mm. is exactly why I do not want to have a wedding because this is exactly what happened there's so many complications that come with it exactly it's like I'm not gonna I don't want to have to have this conversation and mm. then it's like okay if I don't I if I don't have you as a part of my bridal party but then you want to bring your boyfriend of two weeks like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> then you've like you've burned a bridge down just because yeah, you're getting married. Exactly. It's just not worth mm. it, you guys. Not emotionally. I don't just don't want to go through that trauma. Like so yeah. these are like all the political debates that you sort of have, and it's just it's like unspoken rules that then become like awkward expectations and yeah. then like oh my god managing people's like yeah expectations and like all that kind of stuff mm, yeah anyways i think that brings us to the end of this episode it has been quite a long and lengthy one i think yes. um we might dwell further into weddings later down the track um i guess just to sort of further talk about these little Mm. political things um anyways so if you're getting married or like going to a wedding and you have comments or i guess um suggestions on what we should do or can do or can't do um let us know your thoughts just reach out to us on our instagram page at messyminds.podcast that's messy with an ie And if you're enjoying our show, please give us a rate and a review on whatever platform that you're tuning in on and be sure to come back next week for some more juicy discussions. Until then, this is Jessie. And this is Mary. And don't forget to declutter your messy minds. Bye. Bye, guys.